I'm going to say this as straight as I possibly can. I am begging you, if you're a parent and you've got kids there, that this subject is just too upsetting for your young children. Please get them out of the room or change the station. We urge you to exercise parental discretion. Hey, Uncle, how much you give me for this radio, huh? Now, this hot little old radio, man, is worth plenty of rubles, man. It's got, it's got lots of juice. You got uh, shortwave, police call, boats. Late at night, man, you get, you get out of space. Come on, come on, Uncle, just make me an offer. Now, this is a $100 radio, man. It's got a clear tone. Boy, that's, that's clear as a mother's old bell. That's it. Come on, baby. Show the man your power, baby. Blast him! Give him some of that tone! Oh, man. You radio, you mother! Hey, Jim, what about TV? You like TV? What? That new thing, Jim, the television. Oh, pictures. Yeah! No, no pictures. Why not? Everything these days is pictures. Pictures and a lot of noise. Nobody even knows how to talk. Ah, <laughs> just grunt at each other. Babies that were sacrificed for Satan. I will probably have nightmares tonight about it. From the nightmares, to the running around the room when they disclose, to the latching on, to the crying and saying, Mommy, 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 don't go out, because if you go out, they're going to kill you. Threats, intimidation, fear. If you're going to stay cool, you got to wail. you got to put something down. you got to make some jive. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's all I'm saying. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. Rejection of parental values. Unusual interest in books on Satanism, black magic, or witchcraft. Obsession with rock music groups using satanic symbols or references. Rejection of friends. Preference for being alone. Meditation. Chanting. Use of new vocabulary. Is it the force of evil? Does it disrupt? Is it a force for everything negative? There's two kind of laws, honey. One for the rich. One for the four. He sees all and knows all. He's wise. He's kind. He is fair. He loves truth and goodness. Listen, you screwheads. Here's a man who would not take it anymore. A man who stood up against the scum, the dogs, the filth. Here is someone who stood up. Hey, buddy. This is the state of New Jersey, and I don't care who you are. You like to tell jokes and giggle and kid around, huh? Giggling like a bunch of young bros to the schoolyard. Well, let me tell a joke. Oh, yes, well, don't think about it too long. Just say the first thing that pops into your mind. You want truth, you want brutal honesty. I could give you that. Uh, but I don't know if I should. I think I'll just go on lying to you and myself and the rest of the world. Living a life that is a lie. I am not ready to stand painfully exposed in front of you, the finest group of listeners ever assembled on the planet. Do you know that? Do you know that your arm should be long enough to reach around and pat yourself on the back and say, yes, yes, I am a good listener, a wonderful friend of WFMU. I don't like Chris T too much, but I love that station. His show is, well, it's depressing. He is nothing more than a, a misanthropic 
Miscreant. And I wish he would play more music. Well, friends, that time has not come yet. We still have this safe harbor for discussion, disagreement, and other words that start with dis. Disgusting. The phone number here is 201-678-7743. I bet you're wondering what, what this evening's program is about. Friends, it's not about any one thing. It's about a bunch of things, things that have been going on in my life. It's also about the movies. I'm a real movie lover. I don't know if you know that. There are some movies I've seen lately that I highly recommend to you. We will discuss those pictures. We also have a phone call coming in to our lines from Jerry Fallow, who runs Projected Images of Hudson County, one of the unsung heroes of Hudson County. Tonight we will sing to her. And she'll be talking about some upcoming films at the Projected Images film series. That is, if she remembers to call. I spoke to her this afternoon, and she had completely forgotten about this program. That's how busy she is. She's just that busy. And uh, it's weird, because when I schedule a guest for this program, it's a last-minute thing. I never know if they're actually going to be here. I had wanted Jerry to be here live in the studio, but... uh, You know, she's a busy, busy person. Anyway, we're going to be talking about that and about my miserable life as well. And all of that, if you will just phone at 201-678-7743. Let's see if this is our guest now. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, Greaser's Palace. This may be our guest. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi, how you doing? Okay, how are you? Good. Uh, What's so miserable about your life? I don't know. Oh, because you said it was miserable. I'm hoping you can help me figure that out. Will you? Yes. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, Bob Downey. Okay. Hello, welcome to the air. He made grease. The phone over here is 201-678-7743. And there was a, a caller that, that asked why I feel my life is miserable. I guess it's not really. I guess I complain far too much. You know, it's weird because... I don't listen to NPR. I listen to, to 93.9. I listen to WNYC. Um, but NPR is not the thing that gets me going in the morning. Do you know how it is when you wake up in the morning and you're thinking, oh my God, I have to go to my job. And my job is like your job in a lot of ways. Sometimes it thrills me and engages me. Sometimes I want to go hunting through the offices with automatic weapons. Oh, there are those who I would spare. But by and large, it would be a a terrible day after. And, you know, when you're, you're getting up in the morning and you're dreading something, you don't want to look forward to it, and you're complaining about everything in your life, you're complaining that you don't have the kind of job that you want, you don't have the kind of love that you want you don't have the kind of mind that you'd like or the kind of body that you want you didn't eat too well the day before you're feeling out of sorts and whiny and then you put on national public radio and they have one of those reports that begins little Juan Valdez wakes up every morning at 5am and crawls on his belly the 15 miles to The soot factory where he's worked for the last four years. The same soot factory that claimed the lives of his mother and father 
brothers and sisters. And then, you know, they have all those, those sound effects in the background. They have the sound effects of, of Juan crunching through the snow and sound effects of uh, the machinery in the soot factory and then the, the translation over the foreign tongue where Juan says something and a translator says, yes, life is very difficult. The soot factory is a terrible place to work. I know that I'm going to die young or something to that effect. And I used to, I, I mean, I used to listen to NPR in the morning and just one too many of those reports just, I just, I, I would listen to them and i go, oh my God, I guess things aren't that bad. Oh, I, I, my God, I have a job. I have a roof over my head. I have a vehicle. I'm not crawling on my belly 15 miles to the soot factory where I know it's going to kill me. My life isn't a toxic mess. What the hell am I complaining about? But I've been told by many people before in my life that I, I like to complain. It may be a component of my personality that I have not come to terms with yet. And I'll be damned if I'm going to let somebody take away my right to, to bitch and moan. Not NPR. Not you. Not anybody. Someday I'll be sassified. I think we may have our guest on the phone here. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello, air. Hello. This is Neil. Hi, Neil. I have a few things to tell you. Okay. About why you may be depressed. I will get to the point quickly. Some people feel that depression, or uh, that joy is merely repressed sadness that you're faking that something's really wrong and you have no right to be happy on the other hand some few people feel that depression is merely repressed joy and if you remember that and that revenge oh yes well don't think about it too long just say the first thing that pops into your mind and with humor non-destructively then your life will be much funnier picture if you will your employer who doesn't pay you on time much like my own. Imagine yourself somehow getting back at them in some very funny, public, honorable fashion. And think of how your life will be enriched. Thanks, Neil. You're welcome. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, it's Jennifer. The phone number here is 201-678-7743. Sometimes I get the feeling that I, I'm talking to myself. Hello, welcome to the air. What, what, guys? I'm sorry? What do you work as? What do I work as? I think I've talked about my job here on the, on the air before, and uh, I guess regular listeners of the program know what I do. I am uh, what they call in the business an auto wheel detailer, which yeah. means that I, I detail auto wheels. It's a highly specified job. You know what an auto detailer is, do you not? No, I don't. An auto detailer is somebody that will take something like a toothbrush and go over your car and charge you $300 to make it look at its absolute finest. So you do this to the wheel? That's right. I'm an auto wheel detailer. And you get paid 300 bucks per wheel or whatever? Well, I can't say. It's, 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 you know, it's a somewhat lucrative market to be in, but it's not an easy life. Yeah. Sometimes you look at those wheels and you want to be rolling wherever they're going. You, you wish that you were a wheel. Good, good hours or bad hours? Well, you know, I make my own hours. It's. Uh, do you, do you work in New York City? No. No. No, there's there's not a lot of money to be made detailing automobiles in New York City. So De you... detailing automobiles goes on in places like Fort Lee. Oh, so you work in Fort Lee? Well, I'm not saying. Oh, okay. But you know, I I don't want to make it seem like I'm plugging the, the place where I work. Okay. You live out of New York City. I live out of New York City. So you that's live right. In New York City. No, right? no, no, no. I live in Edgewater, New Jersey. Well, there's your problem. We've discussed this before. Why is that a problem? Because you should live in New York City. Why would that help me at all? Why would that, you know, be a life-enriching experience? I, I take I, it you live in New York City. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't imagine living in anywhere but New York City. Why? There's just a lot of stuff going on here. And what did you do in the last week? What did you do last weekend? How much of this great stuff in New York did you take advantage of? Last weekend... How much culture did you partake of? 
Actually, last. Did you go to any museums? Did you go to a play? Did you go weekend, to a Broadway last show? Was, last weekend, I was hiking on Mount Washington. I oh, actually, I take it this wasn't in New York City. This wasn't. I was. I was actually doing a solo. I was in the middle of the woods. Okay, but let let me ask you on a regular basis: How much of New York's culture do you do you indulge? Well, I mean, what do you want to consider culture? I mean, it, it's a part of my. Well, you're, you're you're trying to sell me on the idea of living in New York City. I want to ask you: You know, what are the, from your experience as a New York City resident? Just the everyday conveniences. Um, what conveniences? It's hard to really put a finger on, but just, well, having, I, I, just I, having just having a bagel place down the street and having. I have a bagel place down the street. I mean, why is it that people who live to, in New York City think that everywhere outside of New York City is the Sticks or Hicksville? I don't. I just think. I mean. Oh, you, sir, you do. You can't. You can't pay a buck twenty-five, get on a train, and, and you know, get to any. Yeah, and go buy a three-dollar bagel. No. And go go to a go to an art gallery or something. Go to a. When's the last time you did that, friend? Well, I don't enjoy art galleries. So okay, I... but why are you using why are you using it as an example I then? Don't know. Of all that New York has to offer, you don't even go. You're well, making me very angry because you call up with something that you want to you know you, you want to promote, and yet you can't even give me one reason why it's to your advantage to live in New York City or what you like about it. I mean, if I had Woody Allen on the phone right now, he could reel off. 1,500 things that he likes about New York City. I don't, I mean, I don't have to do that. I'm not trying to sell you on it. I'm just... But, but you're, you're using... But you know, you know all the things, because you've seen <laughs> enough Woody Allen movies to know. But so. you're telling me that, that it, would make me, it would make me happier somehow, and I'm asking you how. <laughs> have you ever been to Edgewater? Do you know what kind of town it is? Do you, do you have any experience there yeah. at all? Tell me what it's like. It's a great town. Is it? It's a wonderful, var- it's, the town, it, it, first of all, it looks really nice. It's, it, it's got all these different levels to it and interesting roads, and it's got a beautiful view. And the, the, the people who live there are very friendly. They say hello to you as you walk down the street. And there's a man with these dogs that foam at the mouth, and he lets them run wild. They run up and down the streets, and they look rabid, but they're not. They're very friendly dogs. It's a wonderful little town. You know, they have bumper stickers. Everybody that lives there just about has a bumper sticker that says, I love Edgewater. That's so cute. It is cute, isn't it? It really is. Now, do you have a bumper sticker that says, I love New York? I don't have a car. Well, if you did. I don't need a car because I can just get on the subway. Well, us people who live outside of the city, we like our cars. Do you have a nice car because you're an auto detailer? Is that like, do you you de- should see the wheels on my car. It, They're the best looking part of it. Do do, te- do you detail only like classic type uh, antique cars, or do you I'll detail, detail anything. Oh, so oh, so you, you like work out of your house or something? No, no, oh. no, no. So you, you go. To I, a- I take it this is the first time you're listening to this show. You're you you're not really a regular listener of this program. I'm actually usually not home at this time, but okay. I, do, I do catch it when I That's can. That's because you're out enjoying the nightlife of Manhattan. <laughs> exactly. Now let me ask you in a general sense: Where do you live in the city? I live uptown. Uptown where? Upper West Side. Upper West Side where? Uh, Narrow it down to above 96th Street? I mean, where, where yeah, are we talking about? a little bit above. Uh, below 110th Street? Yes. Uh, around 108th Street? No, lower. 105th. 104th Street. Don't tell me you live on 102nd Street. No. Hmm. Why do you want to know what street I live on? I'm just trying to picture where you are right now. I'm trying to picture your situation. So, somewhere, if you're, between, if you're, somewhere between 96 are you, and Are you west of Broadway? Yes. Okay, so you're like near West End Avenue? Yes. Oh, okay, that's a nice neighborhood. It of course you like Manhattan. Yes. You have, you, have, you have a few dollars. You have some money to play around with. You're living in a not-too-shabby apartment. Um, yeah, it's fine. Okay, who's paying for it? My parents. Aha! Okay, well, if my parents wanted to pay for my living quarters, I'd be living... Over by West End Avenue, between 96th Street and 110th I'm a, I'm Street, a, myself. I live with my parents. I'm a teenager. Oh, you live with your parents. Oh, well, then life is peachy. Life is peachy. Son, when you're out on your own, believe me, you'll be crawling to Edgewater, begging for them to put you up. <laughs> I got to go now. Thanks for calling, though. Thanks for putting up. Hello, welcome to the air. Pity, Paul. I know. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello? Hi, this is Neil again. Hi, Neil. I used to live in New York. That guy you browbeat is right. I just moved to Jersey, and I'm doing all I can to move back. And I have a whole list of reasons why it would be better. But if you want to discuss something else, that's well, cool, Neil, too. And bagels are only a dollar. Neil, cream cheese. did you understand that, that that fella is a teenager living with his parents? In New York the, City. Who are probably psychiatrists. or I mean, he's living in the middle of Shrinkville over there. 
You know, you know what is very depressing about people in general in New York City? No, Neil, maybe you can clue me in. I'm sure you know, but perhaps I'll refresh your memory. Thank you, Neil. I went to a party, and everyone talked about their therapy. They didn't talk about the latest art they're working on. They didn't talk about their fascinating, brilliant careers. They talked about their neuroses. And that was depressing. And what did you do, Neil, to counter this depressing discussion? I went to the crypt at the Cathedral of St. John the Divine and enumerated drawings for the archives. Thanks, Neil. Getting you away from these depressing You sound people. deep and fascinating. I'm glad you could add your voice to our program. You're welcome. Thanks for calling. Sure. The number here is 201-678-7743. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, William Irwin Thompson. Okay. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, I'm looking for Chris T. Is, it Jerry is this Jerry Fallon? Yes, it is. This is Chris T. Hey, Chris. How are you? Oh. I was telling the audience that you were calling in. So uh, here you are, and hey, let's talk about let's talk about movies. Can you do that? Yeah, you have to turn your radio down. Yeah, though, I know. I can, I can that hear totally confused me. You were talking about to someone else, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> we'll play a little music while you do that or something. We'll, we'll cover it somehow. How would that be? Oh, is this on the air right now? Yes, we're on the air right now. Oh, okay. Jerry, you called right into the airwaves. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're hooked into the information highway. Oh, boy. I feel real special now. <laughs> okay. Now, I've described you as the hardest working woman in projected images show business. <laughs> um, so, that's, so, that's a good term for me. So, so um, tell somebody, uh, tell, tell the, the audience here uh, how long you've been... Doing and, projected images? And, yeah, give, give us a little background because not everybody is, you know, familiar. familiar. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess we're in our seventh season. We started at Maxwell's... Um, Boy, 1986. Oh, um, those were the days when you could smoke and <laughs> flick your ashes at people. and Right, which, is, which I don't let people do anymore. Right. <laughs> um, now there's a no-smoking policy, but uh, when we were at Maxwell's, of course, you know, I guess we, you know, we were a little bit more lenient, you know. Uh -huh. But, um, and the first movie that we ever showed was Jerry Lewis in The Nutty Professor. What an auspicious debut. <laughs> To an audience of Frenchmen. Of two people. <laughs> two Frenchmen. Yes, two Frenchmen, right. <laughs> okay. Now, um, it's, that was seven years ago, and, and every, you've kind of built this up into a whole regular, you know, yeah. year-long film thing going on. Yeah, yeah. Um, and where are you located now? Well, now we're at the Shannon Lounge, which is in Hoboken. You know, we've kind of moved downtown. We're, uh, it's 106 First Street between Washington and Bloomfield, so it's real convenient to path train. And actually, the parking in that area isn't 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 too bad. Um, I Just don't park where the cops park. <laughs> yeah, I, you know I park over there though. Really? <laughs> I don't think I think because they moved their office, so I, I don't think it matters. Anymore. Oh, the police are no longer there, are they? That's yeah, they, right, they moved yeah. like two or three blocks away or something. Is it true that you're eyeing the former police space now? I am. Okay, <laughs> that would be something. Um, anyway, so you're at the Shannon Lounge, and, and when, Shannon do, when do you do this, this uh, um, show movies? We show movies there every Tuesday and Wednesday, occasionally uh, a Monday or a Thursday, but uh, it's every Tuesday and Wednesday, pretty yeah, I much have without fail. I have a bone to pick with you, though. Uh-oh. Because you, sh <laughs> you show movies at 8 o'clock, generally. Oh, I know. And, and I would like it if you showed them at 9. I, I, oh, you, you know. <laughs> I would like to. I would like to poll the audience and see. You know. Okay. I mean, do you think nine o'clock is an unreasonable hour to begin a movie? Uh, you know, it's. I think it's a little bit late. Really? Yeah, especially at a, a you know a school night because <laughs> you know there are people who like to get to bed before eleven, and sometimes the movies are more than two hours. So if we yeah. start at nine, you know, we do have real changes. You're running the show, Jerry. Don't let me tell you how to do it. <laughs> Don't change for me. Well, we're thinking of you know maybe doing some stuff on the weekends. So that would be that'd be cool. That would be cool. In that case, we could you know. Um, although at the Shannon, we we still couldn't do a midnight show, which is too bad. She she has a rule kind of about you know about the noise factor after a certain hour. Now that's that lovely little old Irish lady that. Oh, Joan that is lovely. She owns is the Shannon. Wonderful. Yes, I've had dealings with her. She, Have you? She's a oh, wonderful. You had a party there. We had a party there. We rented it out. Yeah. I remember that. So, uh, what do you do now? You, you, what size screen do you have? And are you showing sixteen millimeter? What? It, what yeah, yeah, we're showing sixteen. Of course, millimeter. I know the answers to these questions. I'm, I'm asking them <laughs> but your so viewers the viewers may not. The, the listeners. See, yes, I'm you sorry, think in viewers. terms of viewers because you, what you do is, you know, I see visions. Yes. So <laughs> yes, 
I forgot about that. We're, we're doing, this is a sound thing only. Mm-hmm. But yes, we do 16 millimeter, and um, we have quite a large screen. It's actually bigger than the screen that we uh, used at Maxwell's or at Live Tonight. So it's, it's a pretty good size. Um, and the space is real comfortable. People seem to really like it a lot. I mean, so every screening, people come back to me and say, this is the best spot you've been in. You know, I've yet to be there. Oh, you gotta come. I've gotta go. Come to see oh, half Japanese. Well, okay. So the band that would be King is showing next week. Yes, that's right. And that's Tuesday and Wednesday. Tuesday and Wednesday at eight p.m. Eight p- starting at eight, and, and Dad Fair and um, some kind of band. I'm not exactly sure who's playing with him, but uh, the, he's going to be there. He's going to play both nights. Mm-hmm. You know, he's going to do short set. You know, but it'll be both nights. And the director and producer Jeff Furzig is also going to be there. I Very interesting. That and then you'll be able to regale them with questions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's I like. I've never been to a movie where the director was there, and you could oh. ask him. You know, like how did you get that shot where it seemed like, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, um, well, you're not unfamiliar to film, or aren't you kind of a, a movie star yourself? I'm a buff. I'm a movie buff. Yeah, but I saw you in a movie. You yeah, had I've, 15 minutes of fame. I, I think. did. Yes, and it's it's all over now. Oh, it's all over. No, now. I was in a movie that you showed at the Projected Images uh, series that uh, three people were at. The two Frenchmen and me. <laughs> That's right. And uh, the director was at that show. Yes, it was me and the director and a Frenchman. <laughs> um, it, he didn't speak. Uh, but yet, uh, anyway, we, we we shan't talk about that anymore. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, um. I now, enjoyed it. Now, how do people get on your mailing list and find out what the upcoming shows are and, and you know, um, well, become involved as a volunteer? Um, or I know you need we, help. We you love know. volunteers. Yes. We love volunteers. One thing that I, I really am looking for, we could always use extra projectionists. So if there's anyone out there who, you know, who, who loves film, knows how to touch it and handle it, is not afraid of it, and knows how to run a projector, we're looking for you. You need one of those guys that was in the Army Hygiene Unit. <laughs> And show the army hygiene films. Yeah, one of those guys. <laughs> one of those guys. He's familiar <laughs> with like 16 millimeter projectors and how to keep them operating. Yes, yeah. you know, one of those AV kind of guys. An AV guy? Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you, that's what you need. Okay, well, uh, Jerry, where do they reach you? I mean, give us a okay. phone number. Or... Well, they can come to the Shannon on a, you know, a show night and uh-huh. uh, sign up. Uh, or they can call the uh, Projected Images Hotline. Which is uh, 217-4077. And um, what are some of the upcoming things uh, happening there? And what, what, how much are you charging these days to get in? Um, it seems that most of the shows lately have been around five dollars. Okay. Um, this week is going to be six, only because the director's there, and you have to give him a buck. You got to give him a buck. You got to give Jad a buck. Okay. You know? Yeah. I mean, they, they can't come for nothing. That's right. Um, occasionally, we do have special programs where it's like three or four dollars. But if you become a member. You you get a discount card for a whole year, and you know you get a break on the price and a T-shirt and a T-shirt. Pretty That's groovy. right. Yeah. Um, I think you have one. I think I've seen you wear that Jim Ryan T-shirt. Yes, and uh, you also are. Just give us an idea of what's coming up, and oh, okay. and, and then talk. I want to hear about Reels on Wheels because oh. I don't know exactly how that works. I know oh. that you're doing that, but I'm not sure how it works. Okay, okay. Let's see what's coming up. Did you um, think that this was going to be such an in-depth probing interview? <laughs> No, I, I thought, you know, two minutes and I'd be off the phone and, no. you know, out the door. We want to know everything there is to know about you, Jerry Fallow, the person. <laughs> Ooh, that's a scary thought. Okay. <laughs> All right, so tell us about what, what's coming up after the band that would be king, okay. the story of Half Japanese, and then the rest of the week. All right. The weeks um, to come. The weeks to come. The week after that, March 8th and 9th, we have a film called Living Proof, HIV and the Pursuit of Happiness which is actually supposed to be the first really upbeat, positive film dealing with that subject. So, you know, most people say, oh, a documentary on AIDS, but this one is supposed to be just really great. You know, um, the director's going to be coming to that show as well, so you can probe him and, um, pardon that expression, but... um, I didn't say a word. Okay, but, um, you know, from what I understand, the film is a real positive, uplifting film about the subject. So I, I think all people should come to see it. It got rave reviews. It's supposed to be very funny. So there you go, my pitch. Okay, and okay. and in the weeks to, to follow. Okay, the week after that, in honor of St. Pat's Day, you know, um, get your Irish up. We're showing a really wonderful film called Into the West. Oh, in I missed Ireland. that. See, I missed that when it was out. Oh, you did? And I don't like seeing movies on videotape. It's, it's really a, a drag. 
I have I a thirteen-inch. I have a thirteen-inch TV, so it's oh. a drag. But, <laughs> yeah, that is really. But a that drag. movie was very interesting because they complained. Now, when that was originally released, they marketed it all wrong. They marketed it as a, as a child's yeah. picture. That's right. And as a, as a Disney-esque type of fantasy adventure. Uh huh. And they found that it it, it, it was bombing. Yeah, it was not right. bringing people in at all. Right. And then when I remember seeing one reviewer talking about it, saying this isn't necessarily a child's picture. Yeah. This is an adult film, too, you know, and it's got some really wonderful acting in it. And Gabriel Byrne is an alcoholic, right. you know. I mean, how many Disney pictures have, have Gabriel Byrne is alcoholic? <laughs> yeah. Right. Ellen Barkin, the very lovely Ellen Barkin. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I was just trying to picture Fred McMurray as an alcoholic professor. <laughs> who in, who invents flubber? Wasn't he? The yeah. one, he seemed like he was an alcoholic. Yeah, he, he seemed like he was he was doing something, something whip, whip, right. or something. I don't know. Yeah. Well, uh, also the soundtrack to this film um, is a uh, Black Forty Seven Clannad. I think that's how you say their name. Uh huh. And that's, uh, the score is by Patrick Doyle. So you know, Black Forty Seven, pretty hip. You know. And I, I take it the rest of the Shannon Lounge will be. You know, piling into oh, I, into the movie theater to see. You know, you'll have them all go. <laughs> show it again. Show it again. You know, the movie will be over. They'll be drinking green beer. And, green beer, right? Uh -huh. So uh, I think they're excited about it. I'm actually. excited about seeing Into the West. That Me too. Sounds really great. Yeah. Um, and, and what else? What What else well, is coming out? Then, then it's kind of interesting. The week after, we're actually showing two different films, which is something we normally don't do. But on uh, that Monday, a very special, by popular demand. Um, March 21st, Delivered Vacant, uh, the film, the documentary about Hoboken. Right. We're showing that. Uh, the director will be there for that screening. Nor Nora Jacobson. Nora Jacobson, yeah. And uh, I've yet to see that myself. So. Hey, starring yeah. Steve Cappiello, our <laughs> very sleazy mayor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, the, the, the lovely Tom Vizzetti. The Life and Times of Allen Ginsberg. And will he be there? You know, I tried to get him. Yes. In his office. At first, they seemed very friendly, and then, then the next time I spoke to them, they said, well, you know, Alan does get $5,000 every time he performs somewhere. <laughs> I just Tell said, him we'll uh, pass the hat. <laughs> right. And who knows? Just, you know, you should have said it that way. Who knows? It <laughs> who could have, knows? It could be more than $5,000. Right, you, you know. know. Bring him down. Yeah. What so the he, hey? he won't be there. No. But um, on Wednesday, we'll have this guy, Greg I think Mack. you should have an Alan Ginsberg impersonator, you know, like they, <laughs> when you can't get Tom Sawyer. <laughs> Or Abe, Abe Lincoln, you know, you get it. You get an impersonator, and yeah. you should have an Allen Ginsberg impersonator. <laughs> I'm sure there's enough guys around Hoboken who can do a fair Allen Ginsberg. Hey, you know, we'll have a contest. You know, have an Allen Ginsberg lookalike <laughs> contest, <laughs> and have them read Howl. Yeah, read Howl exactly. <laughs> and the best, go you know, the best performance gets his money back. <laughs> exactly, You're not five thousand dollars, but free admission to the movie. That's How's right. That? You, you need some marketing help on this thing. That's what you need. <laughs> Calling all Allen Ginsberg lookalikes. Okay. I love that. And then the, the, the next two weeks, uh, we're getting very popular. But, you know, you have to sometimes. You're showing um, Die Hard and Die Hard 2? Die Hard, right. No. <laughs> What's popular for the projected well, images? we're showing it? Remains of the Day. Uh-huh. You know, and um, well, there's my other phone, but I don't have to pick it up. Um, and we're showing Shortcuts the Week After. I haven't seen either one of those, so I look well, forward to that as well. Okay. Merchant Ivory and Mer uh, and Robert <laughs> Robert Altman. Robert Altman. Okay. Anthony Hopkins. You better answer that, Jerry. You I better so? I, I better let you go. Oh. I, I know you have a dinner date. That's why you blew me off and couldn't be here in person. Oh. No, no, I'm <laughs> That's sorry. not that true. Wasn't, that was terribly unfair. <laughs> that was unfair. Anyway, projected images. The hotline number once again, Jerry. Oh, is two one seven. Four zero seven seven, and who knows? Maybe that's someone calling in. <laughs> uh huh. That could well be. I I want to thank you for uh, being on the air with us here. Well, thank telling, you telling so and, much. and filling us in about projected images. And uh, once again, ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Fowler, the <laughs> hardest working woman in projected images. Thank you so yeah. much, Chris. It's Thanks. a pleasure. Bye bye. Bye bye. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. The number here is two zero one six seven eight seven seven four three. As you know, the WFME Marathon begins on uh, Monday of this coming week. Ooh, will that be exciting? Marathon is always an exciting time around here. Some other stations may look at it as drudgery. Not us. Everybody's wearing their best. Hello, welcome to the air. Hi. 
Uh, you know, it would be really funny if they did hold that Allen Ginsberg thing, and Allen Ginsberg showed up, and, and, he they, lost. and they voted for somebody else. To that, win. that would be hilarious. That would be wonderful. I don't know why it is that Allen Ginsberg would. Ex- it's his office. I'm sure if you got Allen Ginsberg on the phone and said, "Look, Allen, you know we're a struggling nonprofit uh, oh, yeah. arts organization. We would love to have you down there. We don't have five thousand dollars, but we'll cook you an unbelievable meal." Yeah, you know, sure. I'm sure he would go. I'm sure he's a pretty easygoing guy. I'm sure but he is. You know is. what happens when you get to be big and famous and you have an organization? It's all those people want their slice of the pie. You know, the, the schmuck who answered the phone said, you damn right he gets five grand because <laughs> I get a grand out of that, you know? Yeah. Well, if only Alan knew. Really? Maybe I, he's listening. Maybe he's listening now. Alan Ginsberg, if you're listening, call. <laughs> Bye, Chris. Thanks for calling. Bye. Uh, hello. Welcome to the air. Hi, what, what, what's the address of um, Protected Images again? The address? Yes. I don't have the address, but where they're, where they're showing their films is at the Shannon Lounge. It's on First Street in Hoboken, uh, a block off of Washington Street. Do you know where the City Hall is in Hoboken? Um, no, I think no? I know where Washington is, though. You know where Washington is, right? Yeah, uh, it's, are it's, you... like, it's like a couple blocks from Pier Platters or something. Right. You, you would walk a couple of blocks uh, west from, from Pier Platters. Okay. And uh, as long as you're on First Street, you could, you can't miss the Shannon Lounge. They have a big uh, three-leaf clover, and then the word Shannon Lounge. What's the hotline number again? I'm sorry. I don't know. I didn't write it down. I think it was two one seven four seven 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 though. Uh, and two I, and two zero one. Two zero one area code, right? Okay. I, I I should have had a pencil ready. Sorry. Yeah. And Half Japanese is playing there on Tuesday. Uh, Jad Fair will be there Tuesday and Wednesday, and the movie that they'll be showing is called The Band That Would Be King. Yeah. And it's the story of half Japanese, and the director will be there as well. Okay. So, thanks for calling. Thanks. What? What? What, 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 what have your favorite movies been recently? Uh, I really enjoyed In the Name of the Father, another yeah. another Irish flick. Yeah. I thought that was an excellent, excellent movie. Um, what else have I seen lately that I that I really liked? I liked a Hard Target, a John Woo film. Oh. Um, you, you haven't seen Shortcuts yet? No, I haven't seen that yet. No. I thought that was horrible. I don't like to go to the movies by myself. For some reason, I like to be able to have a discussion afterwards. I yeah. like to discuss, you know. And well, and if you go to the movies by yourself, you end up having a discussion with yourself, which yeah, is not kind of depressing. not very good. Yes. So, uh, you know, I haven't had really somebody that I can go to a movie with. Yeah, that's too bad. That's too bad, isn't it? But yeah. you you won't you know. Hey, listen, we all have our little uh, crosses to bear. That's right. Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye bye. Hello. Welcome to the air. Hi, the number is 217-4077. I said 4777, didn't I? Okay, I'm sorry, Jerry, I apologize. It's 217-4077. Thanks for calling. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Whew. Okay, where was I? Um, many interesting and fun things coming up at Projected Images of Hudson County. They uh, really need your support over there. Jerry's been doing that for seven years and uh, they would like to see you down at the Shannon Lounge on a Tuesday or Wednesday night enjoying a movie and uh, in an atmosphere that's not a movie theater. You know, movie theaters can be really annoying because lots of times people are going and they are only superficially involved with what's on the screen. They're going to um, have the movie theater experience in addition to seeing the movie. And... When I go to the movie theater, I'm like a, a total fascist about it. I mean, I want to sit and look straight ahead and watch the film from the beginning to the very end. I mean, from, from the very beginning to the very end. From the time that the, 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 the coming attraction starts showing all the way to the end. And that's not always possible in this fast-paced world in which we live. I can't believe I used the term fast-paced world, but there you go. Hello, welcome to the air. Hey, Chris, how are you? It's Mick from Lodi. Uh, how are you, Chris? Okay, Mick, how are you? Hey, well, Mick, are you a movie fan? Yeah, movie I love buff? Movies. What was the last movie you saw that you really enjoyed? Uh, well, I, watch, I, li- I like a lot of karate flicks. Karate flicks? <laughs> Let's put it that way. Uh, so, best of the best two? Best of the best two. It was pretty cool. Did I you see Dragon, it. the Bruce Lee story? No, well, let me... Uh, I enjoyed I that thoroughly. I didn't see that yet, but you know what was weird about this movie? It's called Best of the Best Two. Wayne Newton was in that movie, right? Oh, my and God. he made such an idiot out of himself. I could not believe that he would do such a movie I right can't now. believe that Wayne Newton would make an idiot out of himself. Wayne Newton... Well, hey, I remember Wayne Newton when he was on the Ed Sullivan show, you know? 
I mean, what it was like uh, singing that Don't Daddy, Shane. Don't you walk so fast or something? My like. darling. Yeah, Don't yeah. Shane. Hey, you know what I wanted to tell you? Uh, you have your pledge drive next week, right? Yes, we are. It's okay. a pledge drive to some, a marathon to others, an annoyance to some. Well, what I did this week, because I heard, uh, you know, that the station was running a pledge drive. Don't tell me you robbed somebody, Mick. No, Please no, don't tell I me. I would never do such a thing. Okay. Time. Okay? Uh, at work, I told them, I gave them a... I that gave you were dying and needed a kidney. Well, and would they good. give money? That, that, that was a good. That was good, but I didn't want to go that far. Okay. Okay. I told him that hey, there's a good buddy of mine. He played a thing for me one time. He did me a favor. Everybody chipping a buck. I got twenty five bucks. I'm sending you twenty five dollars. Really? I'm gonna send it to you. Okay, you can do that. Under Chris T. That's right. You can do that, Mick. You know what I'm saying? It's America. When I woke up this when I woke up this morning, Mick, it was a democracy. You can do that if you like. Well, that's you can send it to me. You know. Because, uh, you know, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Hey, you know, uh, last week, I don't know, you must have been in some bad mood. Uh, I was in a bad mood, Mick. Yeah, it sounds like you're in a better mood now. I'm in I'm a not. bad mood, but I feel better now that I'm, uh, I got through. Mick, you know I've, I mean? I've, I've found out something about myself. Whenever I get right near the bottom, I mean, the bottom of my, when everything starts to flatten out on me. Uh-huh. And uh, also, it's a full moon today, so I'm feeling the uh-huh. effects of the gravitational pull of the moon. I hear you. Uh, plus, I almost got killed on the way here. There was some... Um, some some guy who was drinking his paycheck and he was in a oh bi- in a green Cadillac, late model Cadillac, and he tried to run me off the road. As so I, right, you got that four WD, just push him out of the way. You know no, 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 I, I haven't had that for a while. It's laid up. I've been oh, driving a, cr- up, uh, I've been driving a crappy so American-made rental car. Snow then, huh? I was no, it's a front-wheel drive car, Mick. That's oh, not the right, problem. So the problem is, is that he was determined. He kept going over the double yellow lines and trying to cut me off. I don't want to go into it really because it's not worth speaking about. But right, I, I, I want to caution people who who are in this area if they come across a uh, a light green Cadillac around seventy eight, seventy nine Cadillac. Right. Please be careful. The man has been drinking his paycheck. So uh, too bad you couldn't get his license number. You know what I'm saying? Eh, it's, uh, believe me, Mick. It's not worth it. Well, anyway, Mick, what were you saying? Now you were saying something very interesting. You were. Uh, I was saying something interesting, okay, Mick. I'm sorry. I was saying something. Let's see. What, <laughs> what was I was saying is that I took up that collection, and uh, it's coming into you under your name. That's wonderful, Mick. And, uh, you know, hey, let's hope uh, the show's really cool. You know, hey, I know you I, I know you guys will do good. You know, that's all I got to say. God you know? bless you, Mick. God bless you. you know, and, God bless uh, you and Lodi. Hey, hey, maybe one time or, you know, maybe hey, maybe one time or, you know, I might even, hey, if, if you don't let me come down there and meet you, because I, we never met. We talked over the phone, and, you know, you might think, hey, Mick from Lodi is a nut, you know? Maybe a lot oh, of people of us, might think that. No, you know no, none no. of us think that, Mick. No, no, but I'm just saying, hey, I might surprise you one time and say, oh, here he is, the guy with the silver hair. He looks like the guy from The Man from Glad. Mick, you're absolutely yeah, I insane. Hair, I really hair, don't want you down look. here. No. I'm not an old man, but you know. Yeah, what I'm I know. I know what you're saying, you know, Mick. But and maybe please, we just get together and bull, please and don't come down. I'm begging you, Mick. Please don't come down here. I cut myself short. Mick, please. You don't know what I'm saying, Chris? Yes, I do. Please don't come down here, though. Chris. Yes, Mick. Oh. I I heard every word you said. I want to say thank you, and I <laughs> I want to answer some other calls. Thanks for calling. Oh, sorry. Okay. Bye bye. Bye bye. No, listen. It's no no reason to be sorry. Hello. Welcome to the air. Hi. I'm Hi. calling again because I have to t- ask you something. Do you know the show Mystery Science Theater 3000? Do you like that? No. You don't like it? No. Oh, uh, just wondering, because it's about, you know, you know what it's about then, right? It's a, yeah, it's about an hour. About an hour and a half? Two hours. Yes. Yeah, and, well, it's a, no, Mystery Science Theater 3000, that's what it's called, not Mystery Science Theater Hour. What it's about, it's like about, like, they watch really bad movies and make fun of them. And? It's on Comedy Central, and that's what they do. Okay. It's it's really funny. I think you should like might enjoy watching if you like. Um, if you, I'm I'm sure you've seen some really cheesy movies out there. Yes, I'm sure I have. But I, I gather with my friends and we make fun of them. We don't need somebody else to make fun of them for us. Oh, me and my friends do that too. Oh, okay, well. Um, for a really bad movie, I suggest. I say, son. I say, live in the now. Live in the moment. You know that the void is forever yawning at our feet. Yes. And you know that to live in the now and live in the moment is really the only way to live. Yeah. And why let somebody else live it for you? Why be a vicarious? Why live vicariously? Why be a bystander mm. to, to, to your own life? Why not get a bad movie and some friends and make fun of it yourself? And screw Mystery Science Theater 3000 or whatever the hell it's called. Thanks for calling. Okay. 
I don't have Comedy Central. I'm cable deprived. Hello, welcome hey, to the air. Hey, Chris, how you doing? All right, how are you? All right. Sean, the bass player, how are yeah, you? Yeah, hey, how you making out? Okay. Good. You're I not delivering that's... pizzas anymore. You sound so much more relaxed. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm not on the road. I'm in the comfort of my own room. That's having right. Having a beer, relaxing. You don't sound harried and like... The law is on your tail or something. I know. Oh, it's great. It's such a great Mick, I, I, I'm sorry. Uh, Sean, I'm yeah. thinking of Mick from Lodi. Sean, I've always wanted to ask you, though, you have to have some great like police stories from your days as a pizza delivery person. You must... Oh, i got plenty of police stories, but not many of them have anything to do with pizza, I'll tell you that. All right, Sean. What, what did you want to speak with us about this evening? Oh, well, I think, well, I really had not much of a clue what I was going to say, but I haven't called in for a while, and I think that was good advice you just gave that kid about making his own mystery science theater. That's right. Screw screw that making, screw other people making Mystery Science Theater for you. That's what I say. And I just want to say I'm in a good mood for once, and I feel good that you're in a good mood. We're all in a good mood. We're both in a good mood at the same time. Well, my best friend just got out of the hospital. We're going over there tonight to have his coming out of the hospital party. What was he in the hospital for? He got in a bad car wreck right before New Year's, and he was like, you know, near death's door the whole nine yards. Really? Yeah, so he's out now for the weekend. He's got to go back to physical therapy on Sunday. But it's the first time he's been home since right before New Year's. Tell so him we're going to go over there, bring the guitars over, have some beers, you know, a couple tunes. Tell him I says, uh, hope he's feeling better. Why, thank you, Chris. Okay. And Take to care. tune into the marathon next week. Thanks. Yeah, you Bye. got it. Later. You know, this program has made so many friends over the last year. I'm so happy. Hello, welcome to the air. Reception is good tonight. Really? Yeah. Coming through loud, coming through clear. You know, I've had a problem ever since I moved to Manhattan. I haven't been able to listen to the show. You know what it is. Basis. You know what it is. What, not what? The water tower? No, it's the moon. The moon? That's right. The moon conducts FMU signals? Well, all I, I can't explain it. It's a phenomenon. Maybe... Uh... Listen, whatever it is, you just go with it. I have a question. Sure. You know, I just got the literature for the uh, upcoming, uh, am I allowed to say, Begathon? Uh, you could call it whatever you like. Some people use those words. I choose not to. Okay. What do you think? Uh, I, I work for a very liberal company with one of those matching uh, programs. Uh huh. Yes, matching you, grants. Yes. Do you think that works with FMU? Yes, it does. Hmm. I know it does. We encourage people every year during the marathon to look into whether or not their company has a, a matching funds program because a lot of companies will match. You know, sometimes up. To, well, most most times up to a hundred percent, whatever your uh, pledge might be. Hmm. I'm gonna have to check that out. Double your pledge. Okay, have a good night. Thanks for calling. Bye. So many people are looking forward to this marathon. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, Nelson Thal. Uh, that's another good name. Thanks for uh, yeah. bringing it to our program. The number here is 201-678-7743. We have uh, 11 minutes left during Aerial View this, this week. Following this program is William Berger with a, a program of music known as the Hip Bone. And... Uh, Someone called this afternoon and asked if, uh, if the Bean was still doing a program here at WFMU, and indeed he is. He'll be following William Berger's program at 9.30. Hello, welcome to the air. Hey, Chris, I have a good band name. Okay. Chum. Chum. I think there may have been a chum. All right. But I'll, I'm writing it down. Do you mind if I write it down? What about bubble sheep? Bubble sheet? Sheep. Sheep, bubble sheep. Right. Well, uh, I'd have to mull that one over. What about two and a half minute shower? Uh, there was a band called Two Minute Hate. All right. So that's a little too close to that. All right, dude. Thanks for calling. Bye. We're going to do our program about band names next week because it's going to tie in with the marathon and a promotion that we have going on. I want to be the first to speak about it because I assembled this prize, and I, I, I take some pride in saying that. Uh, we have a, a promotion which will begin next week uh, during our marathon called Outfit Your Band. And what we have is um, a bass, an acoustic guitar, and an electric guitar, and six hours of 24-track recording time, which will be awarded as a grand prize in this year's marathon, and there will be more details on that later. So we will be encouraging all you bands and band members to call and pledge in the name of your band and win that equipment and that recording time for yourself. And next week, we'll, uh, we'll take suggested band names from you for my marathon program. And maybe, who knows, you'll help some struggling young band out there who's got a sucky name and is going nowhere. Hello, welcome to the air. There was a band that used to play at the Dirt Club called Two and a Half Minute Shower, and they were close to, like, 
poetry because the guy that fronted the band really wasn't a singer. He was a poet, this guy Dave. There was also well, you know, uh, lyrics are just poetry set to music. I you know that. that. That's what they are. Ain't that a thing? There was also a band, the guy said Bubble Sheep. There used to be a band called the Bubble Puppy. That's so close. That's eerie. It was, Bubble yeah. Puppy, the Bubble, Bubble Sheep. Puppy. And it was Bubble like, puppy. I think it was like a one-off. I, I know they had a, a seven-inch, but I don't know whatever it had. What are you collecting, band names? Uh, we're going to be doing that next week. I don't want to get that. In, I don't want to get into that this week. We don't have time. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better. I'm not. Oh. Thanks for calling, though. Okay. I'm feeling really miserable, but you know, this is the way I. When, when I was saying to Mick earlier, Mick from Lodi, that when I get really near the bottom, and things start bottoming out in my life, and everything looks bleakest and crappiest, I start getting really manic. And um, this is me in my manic phase. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, Dave Newfeld. Just keep throwing those names at us, pal. I'm glad you're calling. The number is 201-678-7743. You're listening to Aerial View on WFMU, Uppsala College East Orange. My name is Chris T. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, I think I have a good band name. You want to get you want to get underway with this, don't you? You cannot wait. Um, Adams, Eve's Plumber. No. No? No, that's not good. Oh, There's sorry. a band called Eve's Plum. Yeah, I know, but it's just like a parody. Oh. You're going to parody a name that's a parody? Huh? Give it up. Forget it. All right. Thanks for calling anyway. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, Bob's Mediacology. Ah. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello? Hey, Chris. Mick from Lodi. Hey, sorry to bother you. You were talking about the bands or something, right? Something like that, Mick. Okay. I well, think I'm going to name my band Mick no, no, from I, Lodi. I, I, Mick, I, you're not I, listening I, to me. Mick, listen to me for one minute. Okay, go ahead. Stop talking. I'm, my next band is going to be called Mick from Lodi as I live and breathe. Well, I was a musician myself, and it's... Uh, no, no, that ain't... Can you keep talking while I go get a... Can you, Mick, can you keep talking while I go get a record? Excuse me? Keep talking while I go get a record. Uh, okay, I'll keep talking. I'll do it for you. Hey, I just want to tell all you listeners out there that uh, next week is the Pledge Rise on WFMU, and uh, if everybody even sent in a dollar, I figure there's got to be a couple of thousand people out there or more. I don't know what the ratings are, but I'm sure they're pretty good. And, uh, hey... It's entertaining, it's fun, you get a chance to win yourself a guitar, a little uh, bass amp, some studio time, so, hey, enjoy the show, you know, help help it out, and uh, let's keep these guys on the air, because I think they're doing a great job, Chris got a good show, and, uh, hey, everybody out there, this is Mick from Lodi, and let's, uh, you know, do it for the boys over there out in East Orange. Thank you very much. This program's nearly over. What would you like to say? Hi, Chris. It's me again. Hi, Sorry Sean. To you. Uh, that thing with the guitar and, you know, if you pledge and everything. Yes. Is that that's good for the whole week? Uh, like it's good for the whole marathon, yeah. Yeah, for the whole marathon? Uh, cool, because I'm leaving Absolutely. next Friday morning for Bike Week down in Florida. Bike Week. And uh, I was afraid maybe I wouldn't be able to call in. No, you'll, you'll be eligible. Now. Just call in and pledge and you'll be eligible. Oh, why, thank you. And Chris, right. yes. if, if I happen to win the studio time... Yes. Would you play a lead on one of my songs? Absolutely, I'd be honored. Why, thank you. But that's not, you know, that's not a requirement. You don't have to have me along. Oh, I know. I just thought it'd be fun. Because we've jammed before. And, you yes, know, we have. I thought it would be fun. Thanks for calling, Sean. Take it easy. I, I love when people call back and say, you know, I forgot to say. Hello, welcome to the air. How about the 5 o'clock shadows? Hey, that's not bad. I, I actually that kind of like that. The 5 o'clock shadows. Cool. All right. Well, you know, one of my favorite band names was, and I think we have to end the program now, but um, a band that should have fared much better than it did, and I'll never really understand why. I wish, I wish they had hung in there just a little while longer. The band was Adrenaline OD. They're friends of mine. I, I want to send out a song to Mick from Lodi. Mick, uh, too, bad, spell- too bad your name isn't Joe. How do you spell what? How, how would you spell Mick from Lodi? Would it be M-I-C or M-I-C-K? M-I-C-K, of course. Lodi, yes. yes. That's a good name for Ben, actually. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Hello, welcome to the air. Yeah, hi. Um, I think you should see Naked. I I think you're right. It's very good. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, movie recommendations. Any other movies you'd like to recommend? 
Hi. Uh, yes. Movies? No, I have a band named Johnny Snot and the Nose Pickers. I didn't make it up. My dad, the Hick Farmer, did. I like that. Your dad, the Hick Farmer? That's a great name. From New Jersey. My dad, the Hick Farmer. Hey, it's a band name. Cool. I got anything. one more. Wait, Johnny See Snot how anything could be a band name? Huh? Anything can be a bad name. It just has to have that, like, poetic thing. To all right, it. all right. We have very little time. We're running short right. of time. Thanks for the airtime, guy. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Show is over. I'm sending a dedication out. N naked Naked was a horrible movie. Really? Wow, I'm sorry to hear that. Hello, welcome to the air. Hello? Yes. FMU? Tur turn down the radio there. Oh, hi. Oh, hi. hi. FMU? Um, psychomotor seizure. Psychomotor seizure. Okay. Thanks. Bye bye. Bye. People just can't wait to talk about this. Hello. Welcome to the air. Hi. I saw Naked. First time I saw it, I, I was shocked out, and then the, the, I went. I was compelled to see it the next night, and and was engrossed in how thoroughly, like, totally, perfectly evil it was. I was amazed. I got to see that movie now. With me, can you say the words "Adrenaline OD" along with me? Sure. Let's try it. On the count of three, you count three. Make a dedication. One, two, three. Adrenaline OD. Thank you. A dedication. Goodbye.
But his expression changed She had seen As he went to kiss her face It ended there He claimed the late appointment She quickly turned Another show, no. Her deodorant.